0: So like, do you believe in astrology?
1: Pisces, <laughs> feeling So emotional. on so. Emotional. But I mean, <laughs> Oh my god, it's the one and only emotional labor queen. Go down, go down, go down.
2: Yeah, let me see you go to time. Yeah. Shave it all off, Charlie Brown with it. Looking all about all the other girls sound fishy. He ain't never caught it with this, why he down with it. Yeah, I'm telling you, what this incredible. Oh. This shit edible. It's like chemicals, it's my genital, my taste medical Curse like chemicals If he get it out when he tastes that shit, turn hetero Oh my god Look, Can you see that? She need knee pads I'm a bad bitch, fuck a pee pad Full of shit, if he don't eat it, he a D-bag He could use a submarine I can yeah. see that Wake down boy, really
3: down Baby let me watch you go to town
2: So, look, baby, don't lie. Cause I can believe my eyes. In a man both me my thighs all the time. Yeah, I do my DIYs. And it's clean, but messy like a pizza. Spend time on a donkey. Even I hear her. a chunk monkey. I be texting peaches. He texts me an eggplant. I text him a peanut. Yeah, yeah. If you're down, boy, really down. Baby, let me, watch
3: you go to town. What you want?
4: darlings, it is I, the one and only emotional labor queen, broadcasting for the very first time from my home. The sun is shining through the windows. This whole room is bathing in light. Pisces season is blessing us with a promise of spring, with a kiss of forgiveness, with a stroke on the cheek that says, I am sorry I left you. Please remember what we had. I have come back, and I'm ready to make the world beautiful again. I want to thank everyone who donated their money, time, and love, and spread the message about ELQ so that I could buy a microphone. It's super shiny and adorable, and I love it. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am so happy to be able to continue doing this amazing and important work with y'all. Some weeks ago, I met a wonderful woman. We have passionate, great sex, really good talks, and share the same humor. I really like her, but as I just had a horrible breakup, I feel that I can't open up again and have a new relationship. But I think this person is so wonderful and special. I told her I can't have a committed anything right now but we have so close mom- we have such close moments and i open up a bit more which is not fair and i don't know what to do what do you think of it ah and i'm a libra dearest libra darling thank you for writing me and for trusting me with your matters of the heart this is a very libra e question because we are ruled by venus and we cannot resist that dripping sweet nectar That is love. I want you to pat yourself on the back for having communicated clearly that you are not available for a relationship. And I think if that's your feeling, and especially if you recently had a horrible breakup, then trust that feeling and give yourself some time in between relationships. I also believe that this is the only way to keep relationships happy. I do not believe in jumping from one relationship to another because you need time for yourself even if that's scary or just plain old boring. It's extremely valuable to practice having alone time and feeling like you don't need another person to be fulfilled in life. So I understand that you didn't just jump from one relationship to another, but it sounds like either you have to set some rules or you have to set some boundaries so that is not what you actually do. Jump from one relationship to another. So ask yourself, are you talking to this person every day? Are you seeing them several times a week? Because if you are, to me, that sounds like a relationship and also quite an intense relationship, like they tend to be in the beginning. If you are just out of a breakup, you might still have mourning to do or you just need time to get back on track. What do you like finding yourself to feel like you're in control over your life, to process what happened and all that jazz? <clears throat> Excuse me. Also, I know you wrote me like a month ago or maybe a month and a half ago. So some time has passed. However, one month or two is not that much time post breakup. And I'm not saying that to be annoying or boring, but I, like, I get annoyed and bored with myself when I say that because I am recently single and I can just, it's so boring. It's so boring. So I feel you. Okay, back to you. So you can still see this person if you want, but don't fall directly into the dynamic of a relationship if your gut tells you, if you're, and this is my favorite German word, Bauchgefühl, such a good word, right? So if your gut tells you that you can't be in a relationship right now, because then that's the truth. And I understand this person is special. And you know what? That special thing that they have, it won't go away. They will keep being special even if you go slower with them. I know as a fellow Libra, but it's so easy for us to put on our rose-colored glasses and to really just, I mean, it's almost like a drug. The love, being in love, the romance, it's fucking addictive. And we need to be careful with that. Also, this is another classic Libra scenario. We are so in love with the idea of love that we express all these feelings and emotions. And the other person's like, oh, shit, okay, you love me. But actually, we don't really love them. We just love the idea of love. And that's not fair to anyone. So my dearest Venus Casanova, take it easy, slow things down and have faith in that time The time you're giving yourself is going to heal all the wounds sooner or later. There's nothing wrong in casually but committedly dating someone. So you can be casual with this person and you can still see them. The difference is that you come first. You can do it. Rose Quartz Blessings, XOXO.
5: You want to be single right now, but then you meet someone. And it's really nice, and you fall in love. But he's an asshole, and he breaks your heart, and you can't stop crying. So you decide that you wanna be single right now. But then you meet someone, and she's really nice, and you fall in love. But she's an asshole, and she breaks your heart, and you can't stop crying. So you decide that you wanna be single.
4: A labor queen. I am a Pisces with a problem. I have been together with a Cancer for about a year and everything has been going well so far. The last couple of months, I have noticed that my mind has been drifting at times when it usually does not drift, especially when I'm having sex with my partner. Oh boy. To be clear, I've been thinking about other people while having sex with my partner. Holy moly, I love this question. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, I guess accidentally... Oh my God. I guess accidentally it's not something I did consciously. It just happened. And it wasn't the whole time just like flashes of another person. It's sometimes not even a person that I know. And the few times it is someone that I know or have seen... I immediately feel extremely guilty because I don't mean to think of other people. It just happens. It's hard to explain. Why is my mind drifting? I really love my partner. I don't understand why. Thanks for the best show in the world, XOXO. Dear Pisces darling, thank you so much for writing me and for trusting me with your matters of the heart. First of all, I'd like to say that every time we experience pleasure in this case connected to desire, we have to step away from feelings of guilt and instead own our pleasure. And by doing so, we practice to not let cis-hetero-racist patriarchy design our pleasure for us. But it is instead something that we get to choose on our own. Pisces is ruled by Neptune. So your sun sign, which plays into a large factor of your overall personality, is ruled by Neptune, the planet of dreams, Illusion and confusion. So, you're basically a very dreamy babe, babe, and that's fine. And having a drifting mind can be an an actual personality trait, but it could also be a consequence of different factors. You know, it is possible that you have a crush on this certain person or people that you sometimes think of, and it's nothing wrong with having a crush. Or it could also just mean that your brain is processing today. People are so different, and I think that if you start by stepping away from the feeling of guilt, you can actually give yourself a fair chance to see what's going on and why, and even if something is going on. So like we agreed, I asked people on Instagram what they thought about or what the experiences were thinking about someone else while having sex with someone else, and this is what they said. So the first person just wrote, you're so hot, and I guess that was directed to me. Sorry about it. Um, okay, stay on topic, people. Let's, I'm just kidding. I love compliments. I'm a Libra, so it's not about me. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's go. Okay, the answers were freedom of thoughts. I do sometimes worry that my partner thinks of someone else during sex. Once I talked with a partner really honestly about this, and we both got turned on because of sharing our, and then there was a fire emoji. And then it says, It's okay if it happens sometimes. It doesn't mean that you don't enjoy having sex with your partner. Happens regularly. It happens. It's an unfortunate part of being human. In a tired smiley face. What's the point of having sex with someone if you're going to think of someone else? Wow, that one was a bit harsh. your, Your opinion is still valid, my friend. Okay. Someone else wrote, I don't know. It's a turn off for me if I am thinking of another person. And I can agree to that understandable but mean super okay and valid been there very often it's liberating and finally nobody wants to be that person but occasionally i am especially imagining (laughs) additional people to the setting i love this so thank you for sharing everyone so basically like you just heard there's a lot of different opinions but I can be really safe to say that you are not alone in this. This is something that happens to everyone sooner or later. I think that if this is something that makes you feel bad, you can try to practice staying present in your lovemaking. Oh, I, I'm sorry for <laughs> using that word. I What am I? I'm like 50 by the beach reminiscing of lovemaking. Oh my God, I'm just so excited about my new microphone. I'm just like blabbing away. I'm gonna try to to discipline myself a little bit, lean into my, to my top there. You know, when you have sex with someone, it's so easy to get into the whirl and swirl and the fantasy land. And I think that you can practice staying present. And by that, I don't think that you should control yourself too much. I want you to enjoy and feel pleasure and have sex the way that you usually have sex but maybe just try if you can sense that you start to drift sort of try to snap out of it in a way and see if that makes you feel better also like maybe you need to have a threesome maybe you are like consciously or subconsciously thinking about other people because you want more people in the bedroom Maybe you can, like, take your partner to a sex club, or maybe you can, like, try to have, yeah, have, like, a threesome, or just, like, have someone watching. And maybe these daydreams and imaginations are there to help you unlock your true perverse being. So, if I were you, I wouldn't tell my partner, like, oh my god, I'm always thinking of other people when we're having sex. Not that's what you just said, but you know what I mean. When you talk about these things, sometimes they can—it's—it's it's hard to talk about without hurting someone's feelings. So if I were you, I would be like, "Babe, let's go to the club and have sex there," um, or you know, just spice it up a little bit. This is my tip, anyway. So maybe you just need to like kink it up, my friend. God bless. Thank you for this juicy question. Good luck. Rose quartz blessings exo exo Q. I hope you are alright and that you got a lot of donations. Yes, I did. I got many donations and I bought a really fancy schmancy microphone that's gonna last me forever and ever, and I am so very thankful. Thank you. I would like to tell you about my latest matters of the heart and ask for your advice. In a few days, I will meet for the first time in five months with a woman with whom I had a stormy affair last summer. My feelings are mixed. On the one hand, I'm looking forward to it. On the other hand, I'm terribly excited and a little bit afraid. In my wishful thinking, we managed to have a good friendly conversation and possibly try to go for a friendship. I would very much like that. I think they are really cool and special. Six weeks ago, we started to text a little bit again and made a few phone calls. It was quite good. We have common topics and things that could connect us. We also reflected a little bit about our time together. But it's not that simple. We both hurt each other quite much and it took me some time to calm down my anger, disappointment and sorrow. And now my heart still stumbles a bit when they tell me in one phone call that they find it a pity that it ended with us that time. Actually, they ended it. I didn't say anything to this and kept on going with something else. Since I live six hours away, it is not so easy to meet spontaneously or at a party. But next weekend I am back in town and I told them. So we will go for a walk and they invited me to an event they are organizing. They said that they would be really happy to have me there. And they wrote in a funny, flirty way that they have melancholic moments when something reminds them of me. I didn't reply anything flirty, but I must admit it does something to me. I worry that I am not careful enough, I'm afraid that I'll get lost in the attraction and dreams again and that it'll hurt a lot. I know that this is all very confusing to me. Are they just nice? Do they want to restart the thing between us? And what do I want? I want to meet them openly and warmly and not lose them as someone in my life. And even before our affair, we both said that we would rather be long time friends than short time lovers but I couldn't help, I felt so deeply in love with them. It was wonderful and horrible at the same time. Some background information about this. I was in two poly relationships when I met them last summer. They are 14 years older than me and live far away from me. They are queer activists and Aquarius and I am, well, still new to this world of queer feminism. I am by a double Leo, one of my partners is a man, but a Virgo. The others is a woman who is also bi, also Aquarius. I love my partners very much. There are also some complications, but that's another story. Maybe I'll write about this the next time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so, I am fine with my sexuality, but I was never active in the queer community. Also because I made the experience that me as a bisexual poly woman, who is also in relationships with men, well, that's not what queer feminist lesbians appreciate. We had a lot of misunderstanding. I don't know, I wasn't looking for a relationship. It was the first time I had an affair with someone beside my other partners. They are older, they live a different lifestyle, and nevertheless we texted nonstop, called every day, and talked about everything important. They made a mixtape for my birthday. It was so sweet. But all good things come to an end. I guess it was too unclear what was between us. Too much expectations for an affair, too much romantic stuff and sex for a friendship, too little time and space for a relationship. They ended it in a very unfriendly way. Ouch. I said that I don't want to have any contact because I was so hurt. And after a few months, I sent them a Christmas card. Well, and then we texted and started with the calls and oh God, and soon I will see them again. Am I ready for this? So here I am now. What do you think? How can I deal with it? What do you have to consider if you want to make friends with ex-lovers? I really thought about my boundaries and about clear communication, but I don't want to overthink this. Still, I have no idea what to do when they start to flirt with me in reality. Maybe I will get really angry and start to fight again, because I was so hurt that they ended it the way they did. And I don't think it's fair to flirt with me now before we talked about these hurt feelings. I don't know. In the last talk last summer, they were really stressed and had a burnout. And I said that I would wait for them for half a year until they have more time because it was too much for them. They said they don't want me to wait and that it doesn't fit between us because I'm younger and the circumstances and the man and so on. Okay, do you see this carousel of overthinking? Do you have any tips on how to calm down? It's five months since I saw them the last time. I have done some rituals and I have written unsent letters. I have talked to my friends and my therapist. I have done most of the healing work, but I need to be calm when I see them and I want to be open for a good future between us. Please, do you have any ideas? With the best wishes for a wonderful day and much love. My dearest Leo darling, thank you for writing me and for trusting me with your matters of the heart. So, right. In the second email, you did write me that you saw them and you tried to set boundaries, but there was still some flirting, sort of the same vibe as earlier, and you're still not really sure how to be friends with your ex-lover. First of all, I want to say that I think that you are doing a very good job in communicating your feelings. I can tell that there's a lot of nuance in your language and you're really trying to make your feeling and experience come through and I appreciate that and to me that's the sign of that you're a good communicator. I think it's important with our lovers and friends and people that we want to keep close, that they accept us for who we are and I know that they're in certain circles of like queer feminism, especially in Germany. I've experienced that a lot in Berlin. It's very femme and it's very biphobic. I am not even bisexual and I still find myself in situations where I keep defending people who are bisexual because it's something about queer feminism in this sort of very white leftist, I have dreadlocks even though I am white, circles of defending lesbianism somehow. And I understand that, that one wants spaces without men. I am not a big fan of men in general but I really think it's problematic when you try to control other people's sexuality. And if you are bisexual, then that's your sexuality. So if they can't get with that, then they have no place in your life. I think you're being very kind to them, even though they are obviously not fine with who you are. You got a taste of a queer world. You said you didn't have much experience in the queer world, so I am wondering are you longing for them as a person per se? Or are you longing for that feeling of being queer in the sense that you maybe haven't experienced before? Sometimes when we meet new people and they show us new ways of life and share different ways of handling things or give us opportunities and experiences, it's easy to think that those experiences and feelings can only be achieved via that person when the truth is, you can find your own queer identity without that person. It's beautiful that they introduced you to this world, to this specific scene. But honestly, you're telling me that the scene wasn't very welcoming of who you are. So you need to remember, you are in charge of your own life. And you are very capable of creating things that suit you the way that you want it. How do I know this about you? Because you have two partners Two people that love you. And that is amazing. I'm always so impressed and happy when people manage healthy relationships. Especially polyamory. So it is very possible that this narrow-minded, very like, I don't know, biphobic scene that they introduced you to is too small for your queer world. Remember that they do not hold the key to your queer future. Also, what you need to start by doing is to set a very clear boundary regarding the flirting. Because you need to make up your mind. And this is not going to work unless you make up your mind. You need to make up your mind. Okay, it's over between the two of you. So you're going to be friends. That means no flirting. You have to be very, very clear that when they start flirting with you, you have to be like, stop. You and I are going to be friends. Therefore, we can no longer flirt with each other. It's basic. And I feel like they don't really know what they want so therefore they are flirting with you because probably they can't resist and so they're dancing this dance and I'm telling you stop doing that dance with them because you have bigger fish to fry than someone who is not emotionally available, than someone who hurts your feelings, than someone who probably has some opinions about you and your life that you don't really want to, you know, hear more about because it's going to upset you. So thank them for the experience and then sashay away into the friend zone. As a Leo, you are a fire sign and you are ruled by the ducking sun. As a double Leo, you will have so many explosive feelings. The fire is burning. The heat is real. And that is what makes fire signs so beautiful. The passion, the energy, the willingness, the drive. But after hearing your story, I think that you can honestly look at yourself and tell yourself, I did what I could. I gave it a try. And now it's time to let that go. And you have to be clear with the boundaries, because without setting boundaries, anything can happen. And the boundary is the tool that we use to organize our feelings in life. A friendly reminder, what we want (laughs) is not always what we need, but I think that you really should let this go. And I'm not saying that you haven't processed. I know you have been processing. Obviously, if you talk to your therapist and friends in the letters, But I also think that you have to let go of the idea because I can tell that you still have desire and feelings for this person. Some people come into our life and they are just there for a short visit. It's just a weekend trip. And it doesn't mean that it's not as intense or not as meaningful. And I want you to keep this person as a postcard. You can look back to and remember, that was hell of a ride. But I have moved on and I am focusing on things that are giving me energy instead of taking energy from me, instead of making me feel insecure about who I am and what I do. To summarize all of this, set a clear boundary with them that there will no longer be flirting between the two of you. And then after that, let the friendship mature, and develop organically don't put all of your energy into this person because if they want to be your friend they are also going to have to make an effort the majority of your energy is going to go onto yourself and the things that are close to you and the things that you love and if there's really a friendship to be had here with this person that will happen but don't let it turn into something that you have to worry about you come first Rose Quartz blessings, XO, XO. <laughs> darlings. Tomorrow morning I'm leaving for an early flight to America to visit my father and my cute little sister who just turned 11 years old. Please stay soft and gentle with each other. Please don't forget to get some sunshine on your face. I'm sending much love. Y'all are my favorite each and every one of you. Smooches!
0: I wasn't devastated. But you could have held my hand through this, baby. And my mind.